I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've got a lot to talk about and a lot to get you updated on. There's three major stories right now. One, we're going to get you a major update on what's happening between the war between Israel and Hamas uh, and some changes happening over there from the terrorist side of things. Uh, The Hamas spokesman has come out with some pretty chilling words. I'm going to explain that in a moment. Also, number two, we have a big grassroots effort right now behind getting a new speaker. That speaker would be uh, someone I consider a friend, Jim Jordan. Uh, they, the grassroots want him to be the speaker, and some of those that were trying to stop him are now coalescing behind him, meaning he could very well become the next speaker of the House. We'll talk about that. But before we get to that, there is a story that is not being covered, and it deals with the Biden crime family. Hunter Biden, it's pretty clear, was acting as a foreign agent while he was working for some of the, sh- the most shady bad actors in the world. Hunter Biden was taking money and acting on behalf of people like uh, Burisma in Ukraine in America. That's when you would have to register as a foreign agent. It's something, by the way, he knew, and it's something he didn't want to do. We have emails from Hunter Biden talking about how he does not want to have to actually register as a foreign agent. He didn't want to do it, probably because it would actually bring a lot of negative light to some of the financial crimes and corruption around the Biden crime family. That's why he said it very clearly in emails. He did not want to register as a foreign agent. His brother or his uncle, Joe Biden's brother, did not want to register as a foreign agent. In fact, all of the Bidens who were on the take, there's at least nine people with the last name Biden that were on the take from their financial crimes and their corruption None of them registered as a foreign agent. There is a new inquiry, and it comes as the Department of Justice has ramped up a, quote, previously rare enforcement is how the USA Today is putting it out this morning. The investigation, they write, of Hunter Biden under the Foreign Agents Registration Act is in addition to federal gun charges and a tax inquiry. They're now saying that this is actually happening. Quote, while grappling with gun charges and tax investigation, Hunter Biden now faces potentially a third set of charges. His decision to not register as a foreign agent while working for companies in Ukraine and China. Now, those are the ones we know of. There may have been other instances in other countries where he was working for them, like in Russia and Romania and Mexico. The list could get even bigger than that from what we understand. The inquiry comes the Justice Department is recalibrating its enforcement of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, known as FARA. 
for people to report their work for foreign governments trying to influence U.S. policy. An inspector general's report in 2016 found prosecutions and other enforcement actions were quote-unquote rare and consisted mostly of civil requests to register retroactively. But after Russian interference in the 2016 election, which, by the way, was debunked, the department ramped up criminal enforcement with maximum penalties for violations of five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. Senator Bob Menendez, the Democrat from New Jersey, was indicted, as you know, last week for an alleged conspiracy to violate the act as a foreign agent for Egypt while a sitting U.S. senator. Now, the results of criminal prosecutions have been mixed. Several high-profile associates of Donald Trump were convicted, and he pardoned them. Other defendants accused of being foreign agents had charged Charges dismissed or want acquittals. In the highly politicized atmosphere, the Justice Department special counsel, David Weiss, has confirmed he is investigating whether Hunter Biden should have registered his overseas work. Congressional Republicans have made it clear through the facts that Biden was getting preferential treatment as the president's son from the government based on what he was doing and how much money he was making from overseas clients clearly trying to influence U.S. policy. Hunter Biden's lawyer, Abe Lau, won the acquittal of another defendant who was charged with acting as a foreign agent. That's part of the reason why Hunter Biden clearly hired him. So many have asked, okay, what is the Foreign Agents Registration Act? It's a great question. It's actually very simple. This should not be complicated, and that's why I want you to understand it. Congress adopted the Foreign Agents Registration Act in 1938. They updated it many times since then. What was the purpose? One thing, to reduce the influence of foreign propaganda and foreign agents who are defined as operating under the direction or control of a foreign government that specifically seeks to influence United States policy. If you are doing that, you must register with the Justice Department to disclose that effort. A related statute also prohibits acting as a foreign agent. The problem with the act, according to quote-unquote legal experts that USA Today talked to, is determining when somebody is just advocating for another country and when the person is acting under the foreign government's direction or control. As the statute states, quote, part of the problem is that the law is very vague. Nobody knows what it means to be an agent, said a former federal prosecutor and now a partner at a law firm who won an acquittal, acquittal for a defendant charged of being a foreign agent. It's a very vague statute, and it's capable of, of being misused by the Justice Department. Now, this isn't actually that complicated. I want to be clear. Okay, it's actually pretty simple. It's not that complicated. And there are a lot of people that need to understand that it's not that complicated, Hunter Biden, when he's taking directions from foreign governments like China, that is when you know, okay, that you are acting as a foreign agent. Yes, it is actually that simple. It's not hard, folks. It's that simple. When you are taking millions and millions of dollars and in return, okay, you are getting uh, access to the U.S. government and favors from the president or the vice president of the United States of America, depending on when the funds were being transferred, you're acting at that point as a foreign agent if you are Hunter Biden. 
when that company is hiring you not for advice, but for influence in America and to influence policy directed at that country, again, you are acting as a foreign agent. I'll give you even a better example. When you are making millions of dollars, okay, millions of dollars, sitting on the board of Burisma, Ukrainian company, and that company is being investigated, and that company needs America to come in and put influence in a foreign policy, okay, influence over that country and trying to get that prosecutor fired, that would be clearly acting as a foreign agent. Now, this really isn't that controversial. I want to be clear about this. Like, this is not a crazy idea. This is a, a very clear violation of the foreign agents and not, and not registering as a foreign agent. You're acting on behalf of that country at the direction of that country. The same thing with China. It was obvious that the reason why there were such big checks that were written to the Biden crime family from China is because in China, they wanted one thing, right? What did they want? They wanted one thing. They wanted one thing and one thing only. And that one thing that they wanted was influence over American policy. There was no reason to write the checks coming in from China if it wasn't for foreign policy. Another example of that is all of the land deals that they were trying to get their hands on for natural gas and oil coming out of Louisiana. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's dive into an example of one of the deals that the Biden crime family was working on. A deal that clearly shows that Hunter Biden was acting as a foreign agent. Documents now show, and the laptop from hell, Hunter Biden's laptop, show that Hunter Biden was using his family leverage in prospective deal to sell Louisiana natural gas directly to China and a Chinese firm that was controlled by the Chinese Communist Party and government. The Biden family was set to benefit from a deal to transfer American natural gas to Chinese energy company CEFC 
through a prospective 2017 deal by Hunter and Jim Biden. That's the president's brother. According to these newly uncovered documents, as the Biden administration now massively scales back United States energy production. Documents never previously reported on from that laptop belonging to Hunter Biden show that the Biden family was working on a deal in 2017 to transfer liquid natural gas from Louisiana to CEFC, the same Chinese firm with which Hunter also discussed a business venture that would have, quote, 10% held for H, held by H, I should say, that's Hunter, for the big guy, that's Joe. That wouldn't stop the Chinese players in this deal, even after that deal never materialized, from going on to push Hunter to help his father mount a bid for the president, see, a couple years after. In an email from October the 23rd, 2017, an intermediary by the name of Jayaqui Bio between Hunter Biden and his Chinese business associates sent an email thanking Hunter and Joe Biden's brother, Jim, for arranging a meeting with Michael's liquefaction facility in Louisiana called Monkey Island LNG, liquid natural gas, and detailing plans for what will be discussed. Quote, we have a 10.30 a.m. meeting tomorrow at 3CC. Greg Michaels, the president of Monkey Island Liquid Natural Gas Terminal Project in Louisiana. Thank you for Jim and Hunter for bringing the owner to talk to us directly. She writes an email received by Hunter, Jim, and Gong Wen Dong, a Chinese investor involved in multiple deals linked to the Bidens, leveraging the family name to secure high-profile meetings for foreign clients was not just a good deal for Hunter and Jim Biden, but for their bottom line. Okay, right there enough is it, 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 there's enough evidence that at the bare minimum, you should have been registered as a foreign agent. You're working on behalf of a Chinese company that's directly connected to the Chinese Communist Party, and you're trying to leverage the family name to secure these meetings on behalf of foreign clients. You're acting as a foreign agent. You're not acting on behalf of America. You're acting on behalf, uh, you're acting on behalf of China, uh, the Chinese. It had been previously reported, by the way, by the New York Post, that Hunter was responsible for family expenses, with Hunter once telling his daughter that he had to pay for everything for the entire family. Remember that? It was reported back in July saying this, quote, I hope all you can do what I did and pay for everything for the entire family for 30 years. Hunter wrote in that 2019 text message to his daughter, Naomi, that was found on that laptop. It's really hard, he said, but don't worry, unlike Pop, referring to Joe, I won't make you give me half your salary. In another email on October the 29th, 2017, Bio writes to discuss plans for the business venture, saying Hunter is the best person to help his friend, the CEFC chairman, Yi Yingming, because he has, quote, access, listen carefully, to decision makers required to approve the transfer of essential natural resources to foreign entities. That is example number two where clearly Hunter Biden and James Biden, the president's brother, should have been registered as foreign agents. This email from this Chinese individual writing to discuss the plans for the business venture saying Hunter's the best person to help his friend, the Chairman Yi, because he has access to decision makers required to prove the transfer of essential natural resources to foreign entities. You're acting as a foreign agent. You're acting not on behalf of America. You're acting on behalf of China, communist China at that point. It's very clear. It's said in black and white 
by the foreigners that are telling you this is what they are doing. This is the foreigners saying this is what's happening. The foreigners are telling you from China that they are working on behalf, that Hunter Biden is working on their behalf to secure American access and giving these these resources that have to have the approval of the government of the United States of America before the deal could be done. What other evidence do you need that Hunter Biden was clearly and Joe Biden's brother and maybe other people in the Biden crime family were clearly acting as foreign agents? Now, you go back to this investigation. Um, they're going to try to muddy the waters here, okay? They're going to try to do everything they can to make it look like that you, um, that this is a possibility somehow, some way that this isn't real, that this was, you know, in a gray area, that they weren't really acting on behalf of foreign governments or foreign entities. If anyone says that, just go back and read the, the damn emails. Go back and read what the Chinese were saying in their own words. Look at how they described their interactions with Hunter Biden and James Biden, the president's brother. They said and described them as the best person for the job. Job meaning a job, meaning that there's money. There's a transaction. We hire them. We need American influence. We need American influence on 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 the american government to approve this deal because you're transferring uh, natural resources to china from the united states of america who can get that done and they immediately identify the biden crime family that is acting as a foreign agent for a foreign government you're not looking out for america's best interest in that moment you're clearly looking out for the interests of a foreign government the chinese and they're paying you a lot of money to do it I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Let's get into the speaker's race now because this is a very important topic. And it is something that, look, I don't know what's going to happen until it happens. Anyone that tells you that they know that someone's going to win or not, they hadn't been paying attention. Anything can go off the rails when you're dealing with crazy people, okay? And you're dealing with Congress, so there's by default a hell of a lot of crazy people there. Here's what I can tell you. Grassroots conservatives nationwide have really gone and made a lot of phone calls and rallied behind Representative Jim Jordan, um, who is trying to lock down the speakership in an afternoon vote. This is going to be an important vote. Um, activists have been melting the phone lines with respectful pleas to GOP members of Congress to unify and end the conference's division and finally elect Jordan as the Speaker of the House. Now, there were some rhinos, some scumbag Republicans in the House that were actually talking about working with the Democrats to have what they referred to as a unity candidate, which is crap. That means it would be a moderate at best. Some of the Democrats would support. There would be some really shady and corrupt deals that would be done in that scenario, just so you know. Top conservative activists are now rallying the base nationwide 
and calls are pouring into the capital switchboard and specific offices are, are, are now feeling that heat with so many different people. They're saying, get it together, get it done. All right. Like just, just hurry up and get it done. Quote unquote, I haven't seen anything like this in years is what one top house GOP aide said. They are literally melting the phone lines. Some office numbers are permanently busy. Thousands and thousands of people are calling their members of Congress demanding Jordan be the Speaker of the House. Now, Jordan's grassroots strength is no surprise. He was the founding chairman of the House Freedom Caucus and has long been on the forefront of issues motivating the Republican base nationally. Uh, There's been an overwhelming level of organized nature of his support from conservative leaders nationwide who are saying we are going to make him the Speaker. This has caught a lot of the rhinos by surprise. Throughout the day on Monday, for example, one by one, previous critics of Jim Jordan and his speakership bid have fallen in line amid a barrage of phone calls from grassroots activists urging unity behind Jordan as the GOP conference nominee for speaker. And as Jordan has worked the inside room of the, with these congressmen with personal phone calls to many of them. The first to back Jordan after previously opposing Jordan was Mike Rogers. He's a Republican from Alabama. He's the chairman of the powerful House Armed Services Committee. Rogers' office over the weekend and early Monday was flooded with phone calls pressuring him to back Jordan. Meanwhile, Rogers and Jordan had multiple conversations between themselves and then finally Rogers did the right thing, backing down and endorsing Jordan for speaker. Conservatives, by the way, have been thanking Rogers all day since then because he was a big get. And if he was going to coalesce, there was a very good chance you could get others to do the same thing. That's how we're getting to where we are now. Debbie Dooley wrote this on Twitter. Victory. Your calls worked. Representative Mike Rogers just endorsed Jim Jordan for speaker and is asking the remaining holdouts to support Jordan as well. Stop calls asking for his removal from his chairmanship. It's vital that you call and thank him for doing the right thing. That's, again, very important that this happen. Grassroots conservatives have basically repeated the same simple strategy all day on Monday with other holdouts and had great success as many conservatives got together on social media and started putting out a list of who you need to call and why. All right. And this was a very smart move. Some of those holdouts were Ken, it were Ken Calvert, Republican from California and Wagner, Republican from Missouri, Rob Whitman, Republican from Virginia, Vern Buckingham, Republican from Florida. They've all now come to the side of Jordan. I'll give you another example. Thanks, Rob. Rob Whitman, you're the best. I knew someone put you on this list by mistake. Thanks for bringing us together. Now let's do this. Jim Jordan, let's go is what one conservative commentator said on Twitter after Representative Rob Whitman put out a tweet saying, quote, I just had a productive conversation with Jim Jordan about our shared priorities for this Congress. We both agreed on the need to pass a strong NDAA, fund our government, support our troops, and secure our border. Jim has my support for speaker. Now, there are many out there that did an amazing job of getting this to happen. The level of grassroots focus across the board was unparalleled to get Jim Jordan the speakership. And that's what people need to understand. 
there were grassroots people in different states that were putting out tweets like this one. We need everyone on board for this. Please call your congressman at 202-224-3121 and tell them to support Jim Jordan for speaker. Let's unify. Let's fight. Let's win. Let please repost. Call in rally for America was what it said. And this came from the Tea Party Action Patriot Actions. Contact representatives, your representative's office and ask them if they'll support Jim Jordan for speaker. If yes, say thanks, emphasizing that you are a constituent. If not, tell them that Jim Jordan had received endorsements from McCarthy, uh, McClintock, and Mike Rogers. Highlight his leadership and grassroots support. Urge them to vote for Jordan and request a follow-up once they commit to it so you can thank them for their support. This was smart grassroots focus from the Tea Party Patriots and others making sure that this actually happened. Now, all day long on Monday, we started to see more and more and more grassroots activists that were coming forward who were saying, get on board, get on board, get on board. We could see people that were clearly making these phone calls. It was amazing to watch and to witness this take place in real time. It was so important that we got this done, like I said, in real time. Vitally important. And look, we're not out of the woods yet. I want to make that clear. But what I will say is this. We are on our way. We are on our way to getting this done. We are on our way to making sure that this happens. We are on our way uh, to having a, a really, really productive speakership. That's where we are. We're moving in the right direction. Can this get screwed up? Of course it can. How do I know that it can get screwed up? Because we are Republicans and we seem to screw up the basic things in life. So do I think that there's a very good chance that Jim Jordan will be the next speaker? I do. Do I think it can happen by the end of the day Tuesday? Yes. Now, does that mean don't call your congressman? You need to call your congressman. You need to keep the pressure on until the final tally is done. There are always bad actors behind the scene. There are always special interest groups behind the scene, behind the scenes who are working against the best interests of us as conservatives. Make no mistake, they will do everything they can to try to make sure that this doesn't happen, to try to make sure that somehow this gets screwed up. That's what you need to understand. So. Call your congressman, call your senator, and do whatever you have to do to make sure they know where you stand. If the phone line is busy, keep calling. If the phone line isn't working, keep calling until you get a human being. That number, just so you know, is an easy number, uh, 202-224-3121. All right, that's the capital switchboard. Then you ask for your congressman. 202-224-3121 and get in the game and tell them today that you want Jim Jordan to be the speaker. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I want to move now to what's happening in the Middle East and this Israel-Hamas war. The Hamas spokesman says the group has, quote, no plans to release hostages. Mediators are pressing for an agreement that will allow aid to enter the Gaza Strip and refugees with foreign passports released. The efforts come as the World Health Organization is warning that Gaza faces an imminent public health crisis as Palestinians struggle to find safe passage, health care, and clean, reliable water. A spokesperson for Hamas remained unrepentant for his group's attack on Israel. Israel says it will not stop its attack until it has destroyed all of Hamas, saying, quote, every Hamas member is a dead man. That's what the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said clearly last week. More than 1,400 Israelis have been killed, the vast majority of the number during the unprecedented Hamas attack on October the 7th that included the taking of almost 200 hostages. Since then, Israel has killed more than 2,800 people in the Gaza Strip, according to the Ministry of Health in Gaza, which added another 9,700 in Gaza that have been wounded. The group's surprise attack targeted a music festival where militants killed more than 200 people and sent young people fleeing into bomb shelters. Once they were in those shelters, they actually threw grenades and burned them alive. Then they took them, burned them alive, put tires around them, burned them alive, beheaded infant children. Hamas says, quote-unquote, this is a fake story. It's a fake story 100%, is what the Hamas spokesman said. Hamad spoke to NPR for Morning Edition from inside Gaza. He didn't disclose, of course, his specific location. Of that attack which started this latest conflict, the Hamas spokesman said, quote, we want to get the attention of the world. We are under oppression and torture and collective punishment all the time. That's our message to the world, he said. The Israeli military says Hamas is responsible for the humanitarian consequences of violence and chaos that followed last week's attack. And they're right, by the way. As for the hostages taken by Hamas, the spokesman Hamad claimed they were providing the nearly 200 people with shelter and protection, even though videos have come out of those people being murdered, raped, and beheaded. Those hostages, including some military personnel, children, and even a Holocaust survivor, and a blind woman in a wheelchair. Israeli military spokesman said early this morning, that a briefing, uh, during a briefing on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, said that those hostages include some of, the, some of the most handicapped individuals 
and yet they are refusing to allow them to leave. Hamad said Hamas would not release hostages, but it is a war. No, our priority now is to stop aggression and death on Gaza. They should have thought about that before they went in innocently killing all these people. Hamas said they were more concerned with Palestinian civilians than the hostages. I believe them. Gaza's 2.3 million residents are struggling as Israel shut off the supply of food and power to Gaza's main electricity grid days ago. Hospitals are struggling to care for thousands of injured people as fuel for generators is running out. After meeting, meetings with Israeli officials, the Secretary of State Anthony Blinken announced the U.S. and Israel had agreed to develop a plan to get aid from donor nations and multilateral organizations to the besieged Gaza Strip. Quote, it is critical that aid begin flowing into Gaza as soon as possible, Blinken said at the U.S. Embassy in Tel Aviv. There are also discussions to possibly establish areas to help keep civilians safe. In the wake of Israel's October the 13th order to evacuate the northern part of the Gaza Strip, the number of internally displaced people reached one million on Monday, the United Nations claims. They said that around 500,000 Israelis have also been displaced in in south of Israel due to the hostilities there from Hamas. Hamas spokesman said the organization has asked, quote, our people to stay there in order to stand against the Israeli evacuation. Yet, there's proof that Hamas is actually doing the opposite of that, forcing people to stay that in, their, in their homes that actually want to leave, using them as human shields, not caring that Palestinians will die in the invasion and are being told to leave. They're not letting them leave. I think it's pretty damn clear who the evil people are in this story. And yet we have a president of the United States of America who is still out there saying it's a big mistake for Israel to, quote unquote, occupy Gaza in his 60 minutes interview. Listen carefully. So you do not agree with the Israeli total siege of the Gaza Strip? I'm confident that Israel is going to act under the major, the the rules of war. There, there's a standards that democratic institutions and countries will go go by, and so uh, I'm I'm confident that there's going to be an ability for the innocents in Gaza to be able to have access to medicine and food and water. Would you support Israeli occupation of Gaza at this point? I think it'd be a big mistake. Look, what happened in Gaza, in my view, is Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people. And uh, I think that uh, it would be a mistake to, uh, for Israel to occupy Gaza again. We did, but to going in and taking out the, uh, the extremists, the uh, Hezbollah is up north, but Hamas down south is a necessary requirement. Do you believe that Hamas must be eliminated entirely? Yes, I do. But there needs to be a Palestinian authority. There needs to be a a path to a Palestinian state. That's your president of the United States of America doing everything he can to undermine what Israel is trying to accomplish. Yes, we need to get rid of Hamas, but, yes, but, yes, but. There's one word this president seems to love a lot. It's that word. 
All right, make sure you share this podcast on social media to help us grow, please, so we can reach other people. And write us a five-star review if you would take a moment to do that. It helps us reach more people, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.